All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Space Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque. I hope you're all having a wonderful Wednesday or whatever day it is when you find this podcast. Today, I'm going to be getting close to wrapping up my Astrology 101 series by talking all about the aspects in astrology. But before I get into that today, I wanted to take a moment just to talk about some current things that are going on with the planets right now. So right now we have Pluto, Jupiter, and Saturn all retrograde. Pluto and Saturn are both retrograde in the sign Capricorn, and Jupiter is retrograde in Sagittarius right now. And so basically, because there's so many planets in retrograde, there's a lot of funky energy going on. I know I've noticed a lot of that in my personal life lately. And so basically every planet but Mercury is in retrograde. So you're going to have a little bit of that like Mercury retrograde feeling like, you know, all that energy is being turned inwards because that's what retrogrades do. The The normal energy that's going out is being brought within. And with retrogrades, it that's what it does. It gets you to stop, pause, take a moment and to just take that time to look within and just check in with yourself like, hey, what's going on? And so you might be finding yourself lately, even though like, so this is 10 times worse when Mercury is in retrograde because Mercury is the planet of communication. But even still with all these energies and planets going retrograde, we're going to, you probably just going to notice that people might message you and you might not want to message them back or you might be you're going to be taking a lot of things into consideration right now. Some people might be thinking, oh, is it worth your energy? I actually, I was having a really tough time the other day and I went on Instagram and someone actually posted a little thing that was like, okay, but is it worth your energy? And I was like, nope, it is totally not worth my energy at all. And so, especially with Pluto and Saturn in Capricorn, Capricorn being the sign of hard work, and Pluto's about change and transformation, Saturn's about restrictions, boundaries, and all that stuff. So we're I think we're just really being tested right now in, in the sense of like, you know, I think a lot of us, especially with our jobs and our careers, we might be feeling really stuck and really like, you know, like we're hitting a wall constantly. Like we're just, it's like same shit, different day every time we go into work and we're just getting sick of it. And but maybe some of us are frustrated because we don't feel like, you know, we have the options to leave that job right now. But maybe we're starting to think, okay, what's my passion? What's my passion project? And you're putting that energy into your passion project and what you care about. And so, you know, it's really tough, especially because it's Pluto and Saturn. But those are both so they're malefic planets. But the good thing about malefic planet, but (laughs) those are both malefic planets. But the good thing about malefic planets is They kind of really put us through hell, but they get us to learn a lesson. So by the end of this, like, you know, they always say the answers are within us. And so, you know, whenever planets go retrograde, it's, you know, that's the universe basically forcing us to go within to figure out what we're doing. And that's the thing. It's going to be really challenging and frustrating and annoying. But by the end of this, like, we'll have that clarity. We'll know what we're doing, how we're going to move forward, how we'll, you know, stop hitting that wall and how to progress forward and maybe it's not about work for you maybe it's in a totally different area of your life 
but I just I keep feeling this feeling of like you know just running into a wall and hitting your head and then being mad that you ran into a wall and hit your head but then you're like you know you look around and you're trapped in a box and you're like well I'll try going into this wall then <laughs> like that's just the energy I'm like totally picking up and also like with Jupiter going retrograde too that's also getting us to think like what truly makes me happy you know because Jupiter is the planet of that's a benefic planet and that's the planet of happiness optimism good fortune uh, luck opportunity and so we have Pluto which is all about transformation and weeding out the things that no longer serve us and you know so Pluto's here getting us to be like you know okay what are we what are we done with right now what can we get rid of what can we weed out that's just not working for us well Saturn's like okay but are you following the rules like are you staying within the lines because that's what Saturn is about is staying within the lines and then you have Jupiter being like okay but how can we have the most fun trying to do this thing and how can we make it a happy thing and that's the thing all these planets are here to teach us lessons and to get us to evolve as people and to learn things so even though retrogrades can be challenging they are so beneficial in the long run and I know I'm personally really enjoying this time I'm just personally I'm just kind of getting sick of it because like I just am dealing with a lot of stuff that I want to be done with but I can't be done with right now so yeah, so that's a little planetary update for you guys. So yeah, that's just like the general vibe I've been picking up on with all these planets in retrograde. So yeah, let's talk about aspects and astrology. So let's start off with what are aspects, right? Because I'm sure if you're listening to this, I assume you probably aren't super familiar with aspects. So aspects in astrology are the angles of the planets and it basically shows how the planets interact with each other. So you can use this when you look at your, your birth chart or your natal chart to see how the planets in your chart, how they all were interacting with each other on the day you were born. You can also use it if you were doing like a synastry chart, which synastry is when you kind of put two people's charts together. You can see, or like a chart overlay, you can see how those how someone else's planets are interacting with your planets in your chart. So basically, it's just like, how do, how do the planets work together in your chart? Because they all, they communicate with each other vibrationally. And when you look at your chart and you see the position of the planets and the angles, um, it's basically just, it's like, if, you know, it's like how they talk to each other. That's how I think of this anyway, is like, how do your planets talk to each other? And so the position of these planets can show where certain things in your life will be more harmonious and easygoing or will they be more challenging and will you have more lessons to learn and stuff like that. So, and this is the cool thing about astrology and this is why a lot of astrologers say, you know, don't just focus on one placement or one thing in your chart because there's so much going on here that could affect it. Like you could have a really negative, you know, Venus sign or something like that or a negative moon sign, but depending on how that planet is aspected, that could make it much more easier for you. Um, would it still be challenging in some way? Probably, but having like a harmonious aspect to it would make it a little bit easier and also depends on the planet that's aspecting it as well, you know, and it, it, it affects like a lot of different things in your chart. So, you know, some people say that if you have a lot of trines in your chart, you may have a tendency to be kind of lazy because of the fact that you have a lot of harmonious energy flowing throughout your chart. So things might just come more easily and more naturally to you. And because you have less lessons to learn, you just may not feel like you have to work as hard for certain things. So 
there's a lot of aspects. You have major aspects and you have minor aspects. But today, I'm pretty much just going to cover the major aspects for now. The minor aspects I do want to talk about at some point, just not in this episode because I just don't feel it's, feel that it's necessary for this episode. But yeah, so today we're going to talk about the major aspects. So major aspects, we have a few different ones. Um, I'm going to start off talking about when two planets are conjunct with each other. So when two planets are conjunct, they have an angle of about zero to 10 degrees. Usually these are two planets that are like very close together. Um, they can have an orb of approximately 10 degrees. This is one of the most powerful aspects in astrology. It can be very intense. Um, it depends on the planets involved, but um, it can be a very major point in the chart. And um, depending on the planets involved, it can be very positive or it can kind of be, I don't want to say negative, but more challenging. When I think of two planets being conjunct, I think of like these two planets are like partners in crime or working in union together um, because these planets are so close. I know for me, I have my Venus and Mars conjunct in Cancer in my fifth house. So basically the way I interpret that is that, you know, my desires for relationships because Venus and Mars to me are, you know, those are like the relationship planets. You know, Mars is all about passion, drive, sex. Venus is about love and romance and affection and flirting. And so I always, I kind of view that as, you know, being more in alignment with what I want from a relationship because I have those two planets working together. So it's like a very harmonious aspect in astrology. So, um, and I also have my moon conjunct Jupiter, which I'm kind of thankful for. This is like what I was saying before when, you know, you can have your moon in kind of like a negative aspect when you can have like your moon in like a, a negative or like more challenging like placement. So moon and Capricorn is technically considered to be like, I think it's in detriment because Capricorn is the opposite sign of cancer. Cancer is ruled by the moon. So when you have moon and Capricorn, it is a more challenging placement to have. So like people who have moon and Capricorn might have a tendency to automatically go to really negative thinking, which I totally do sometimes. However, because it's conjunct with Jupiter in my chart, basically that helps me to have a brighter outlook on things so I know for me like I'll get really sad and unhappy and then like <laughs> my way of kind of working through that is to kind of be like okay well how can I turn this into a project which is a very Capricorn thing and then I get all happy because I'm like oh wait no, no no I can work my way out of this it's fine and so I do have a tendency that even though if I get really negative or pessimistic I am able to find the kind of like bright side of things so that is your conjunction in astrology the next aspect I'm going to talk about is sextile. So when two planets are sextile, it's usually at an angle of 60 degrees and a separation orb of about 60 degrees is considered a sextile as well. So generally, this is a very harmonious placement. It indicates an ease of communication between the two planets involved. So it, if two planets in your chart are sextiling each other, the energy between them flows very harmoni harmoniously. The only thing about it is the difference between a sextile and, you know, something like a conjunction or a trine is that when you have a sextile in your chart, it's usually a, a trait that you have that needs to be called upon or activated. So it's not always, I mean, obviously it's always going to be in your chart, but it's not always kind of coming through in your personality. It's just something you kind of have the ability to call on if you need it or want to use it. And that's kind of how it works in your favor is when you're like, okay, I need to channel this trait 
or whatever, or it's just, you know, you have tendencies to do it sometimes, but not all the times. Like, I know for me personally, I have Mercury sextiling Pluto in my chart. And so the way I look at that is, you know, I have the ability to kind of probe people for information and get to the bottom of things, but only when I want to or if I'm looking to do that, which I guess sounds kind of sneaky on my part, but, um, you know, if I think someone's, you know, kind of playing me or like if I'm suspicious or whatever, like, you know, I, that's an ability that I have or, you know, if someone needs healing and needs to hear the right thing, because that's the thing. Pluto is also very healing energy. So, you know, it's, it's using my words to help other people or to find out more information or get to the bottom of things. But the thing is, it's just not always active in my chart because a lot of times I'm just, I'm kind of, I don't want to say naive, but I'm like happy go lucky, like, Hey, what's up guys? Like just chilling and not really, you know, trying to do anything. But you know, there are instances where it's like, you know, you want to know more from someone or you want to know about a situation. And so I think having Mercury sextile Pluto like that kind of aids with trying to get to the bottom of things and finding out like okay like what is the truth it's like the (laughs) i just think of that oprah clip or that gif where she's just like what is the truth but yeah so you know and i just think like it's like (laughs) it's funny i wrote little quotes in my notes for this (laughs) i'm just like ring ring hello is anyone there could you help me with this that's that's the kind of communication i think of when i think of the sextile aspect in, in astrology so that is your sextile aspect. I'm going to move on to a, the square. So when two planets square each other, that's an angle of 90 degrees. And so when you have like, the thing about the square is that it's usually the outer planet or the superior planet that has the effect on the inner one or the inferior planet. And so this also applies to sextiles and trines as well. I forgot to mention this in the last one, but the outer planet is usually the planet that has the effect on the other one so it's like whichever planet is closest to the sun in your chart is the one that's going to be affecting the other one more and so when two planets square this is a very strong energy and it's usually it's a lot of tension and friction between two planets or two different areas of your life depending on where they are and the thing about squares is it literally it's like one planet is trying to kind of take over the other planet if i'm remembering correctly i might be getting that mixed up with oppositions but so yeah when two planets are squaring each other it's it causes a lot of friction between the planets it's not the most harmonious aspect but it'll be really challenging and it'll kind of show where there's like a struggle between two different areas of your life and it also kind of shows a point in your life where an important decision needs to be made that may involve like an opportunity or something to be lost or like some sort of sacrifice needs to be made. So it's basically it's just like two planets are squaring off and not getting along with each other. And it's, you know, pick one or the other because basically with squares, like I was saying before, it's like one planet is trying to dominate the other planet. And so they're just they're fighting for which one is going to be more powerful or more prominent in your chart. So yes, so that is your square aspect. Moving on to trine. So a trine is an angle of 120 degrees and it can have an orb of somewhere between 5 and 10 depending on the planets involved. The trine relates to things that are natural and harmony and ease and kind of like what I mentioned at the very beginning where I was saying that, you know, trines are just a very harmonious aspect. There's a lot of flow involved with those and it can show someone who's really talented or has, you know, these really strong abilities depending on the, I mean, 
it all goes back to what houses they're in and the planets involved. But generally speaking, trines are just very, they're a very harmonious aspect. Everything flows together with them. It can be extremely beneficial. So I almost think of people who have a lot of trines in their chart are people that probably like get really famous or really skilled or get a lot of attention. So it is a really positive thing to have. But like I was saying before, you know, there might be tendencies to be lazy because everything just sort of comes naturally to you. And so everything just kind of comes in a really natural, easy, flowing way with trines. So that is your trine. Moving on to the last one, I guess, which is opposition. So when two planets oppose each other or have an opposition, there's usually an angle of 180 degrees. This is considered to be the second most powerful aspect in astrology. Opposite signs So oppositions, sorry, I said signs, but I meant to say planets. So oppositions in astrology are really weird and interesting. And it kind of reminds me of when I talk about opposite signs, when I say it's like two sides of the same coin. So when you have oppositions in your chart, it really brings out that duality aspect in astrology. You know, there's a lot of lessons to learn, but it's like, you know, you can kind of take something from each side of it. And it is challenging, but I feel like that or not feel like, but I know that oppositions with planets, they're more karmic in a sense because it's forcing you to learn those lessons through that through that challenge. And I mean, every challenge in astrology is just, or anything in life really, is just learning a lesson. But when two planets oppose each other, that's exactly what it is. Like they, they disagree with each other. It's like an argument. It's like, you know, I'm saying this and I, I can see it's almost like two people like, turning and crossing their arms and not facing each other and like huffing and pouting that's like that's how those two planets would communicate with each other when there's an opposition because they just they don't agree however those oppositions you know they you know they might agree on some things they might you know in some ways it's one of those things where it's challenging but because it's challenging it can also be really beneficial because it's like the two sides of the same coin And, you know, like I keep saying, it depends on what planets and what houses are involved. But depending on how it's used and how you work with that energy, oppositions can be positive, but they are challenging. And so that is your opposition and also the end of this podcast. So, yeah, if you enjoyed this week's podcast episode, if you learned anything, got anything good from it, would you do me a favor and just take a moment to go on iTunes and leave a review this week? When you leave a review, that makes it so that more people can find the podcast and can learn about astrology. Also, feel free to join me on Facebook and Instagram and join the community where we can talk about all the stuff that we're learning. Just this morning, I actually did a fun little pop quiz on, uh, on Instagram. So if that sounds fun to you, I highly recommend you check it out. You can find me at Space Witch Podcast on Instagram and Space Witch Podcast on Facebook. And you can join the community over at the Starseed community over on Facebook. I look forward to hearing from you all and seeing you there. So until next time, remember that you are so much more than your sun sign. And I will catch you next week here on the Space Witch Podcast. Thank you.